Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are covering uh, UHF, the, the Weird Al movie, not the Weird Al uh, biopic, the original Weird Al movie from the 80s. And uh, we are, are very excited to be joined by a very special guest. He's a hilarious comedian. I've worked with him uh, a couple times now. I've been very lucky to. And he's uh, just in town for the Just for Laughs Festival in Toronto. So we're really happy to have him. Uh, Clifton Cremo, everybody. Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on. Uh, glad we could make this work. Um, so, like, you you chose this movie for us. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I always like to ask, like, whenever we have a guest on, like, what's your relationship with this movie? Like, what's your history oh, with this movie? Okay. This 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 goes way back. So, so like, <laughs> I think if you ask anyone what their relationship with UHF is, it, the real question is, what's your relationship with Weird Al? Right. Right. Like, nobody's watched this just because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had never heard of it before. Really? Yes, I had never heard of this movie before. I'd never seen this movie before. Oh, wow. I came in fresh. <laughs> That's, all right. I'm, I'm excited to hear your perspective. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I've watched this movie dozens and dozens of times. When I was, like, when I was seven years old, my, my uncle uh, gave me a Weird Al CD. Yeah. Uh, for my birthday. That sounds about the right age. For yes. Yeah. And, and I fell in love with it. And then, you know, the next CD came out and then you get into Weird Al and, and I, I found out about UHF. So me and my uncle watched it. And it's like one of those one of those movies that that, you know, it's just like kind of like a family thing. Yeah. Mm. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's it is sort of weirdly a family movie. Like, like it, it, it is, but it isn't like it, there's nothing like super offensive about it. But it's silly and kind of cartoonish, but like, I don't know. I have a hard time placing this as like pure comedy or it's family like, comedy. It's like or, everything Weird Al does. Like, yeah, it, that is true. Everything yeah. is family accessible. Like, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, like this is the kind of movie that like really struck me that like I remember like it was on on like all the like higher cable channel, you know, like that, like it was just this thing that was kind of in the ether and like put on late at night when they couldn't afford any other movie and like that sort of thing. Like that's kind of how I remember it. But this was definitely like the first time I think I'd actually sat down and watched it all the way through instead of just in like clips here and there. You know? Well, like I said, I never, I never heard of it. <laughs> I've never seen this. I was like, "What is this?" But I gotta tell you, well, I mean, we're gonna go into what the movie's all about. But the second, and this happens within, I think, the first like two minutes of the film, he just like whips some dude's arm off, and I was like, "I'm in. All yeah. right, I'm in. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I'm picking up what you guys are putting down." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like the spirit of it already. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I would say, like, I love the spirit of this movie mm. is a great way to put it. But, like, if you have not seen UHF, uh, honestly, give it a give it a go. It's like, if you like Weird Al at all, uh, just it's check it out. But basically, um, the plot of it is we do start, as Rebecca said, with, like, a, a sort of prolonged Indiana Jones uh, um, sequence. Um, a parody, I guess, is what it is where he's trying to get the Oscar or whatever. And um, we also, we then cut to the fact that he's daydreaming at work, Weird Al. He's got a character name, but it's Weird Al. Um, and uh, gets fired from his job. Him and his friend get fired from the job from like uh, for daydreaming and screwing things up. And we sort of find out like, okay, he's uh, he's always daydreaming. He's always got these wild thoughts and he always keeps getting fired from his job. And um, then basically um, his like rich uncle wins a uh, UHF, <laughs> like ultra high frequency TV station in a poker game, doesn't want to manage it. Uh, so gives his nephew Weird Al the management over this station. And it's like in ruins and like about to go bankrupt. And Weird Al has all these great ideas um, for all these fun shows that are going to like put them on the map. And, and a lot of the movie is just these shows. Like yeah. it's kind of yes. like a sketch yeah. thing. Um, but then he finds um, uh, Stanley Spadowski, who is the janitor at the, uh, at the rival TV, station. the rival channel eight. Um, and uh, Stanley Spadowski gets uh, fired for misplacing a report or throwing out a report that wasn't missing. It was just on the guy's chair. So Weird Al hires him as the janitor at their studio, and then it turns out that he is 
I don't know, like this this um, amazing children's entertainer because he's just kind of dumb and does stupid things. <laughs> and like the station kind of takes off. So like the this uh, rival station owner, RJ Fletcher, uh, is like, uh, I'm going to ruin them. I'm going to destroy this little station because we're not number one in the town anymore. So he tries to buy the station because his the rich uncle loses a lot of money on horses and needs to sell the station to cover his debts, so he makes a deal. And then Weird Al's like, "Hang on, if we can get the the what was the number seventy five thousand or something hundred thousand seventy five they needed seventy five thousand dollars, so they were selling shares in the station seventy five hundred shares at ten dollars a piece. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so they're selling money. shares. They're doing a they, telethon. They've got, they've got two A's to raise the money. Yeah, and um, <laughs> they do it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun. And uh, Fran Drescher's in there as the wannabe news uh, broadcaster slash secretary. Um, Michael Richards, like Kramer, is uh, Stanley Spadowski. Um, uh, there's a couple other people who pop up in here, and you're just like, oh, yeah. Victoria that- Jackson plays Terry. Yes. yes. Uh, Weird Al's love interest, yeah, who dumps him because he's always daydreaming and getting fired, which legit. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but, yeah, there's not much. Oh, and then they kidnap Spadowski, and Weird Al has to go, like, Rambo-style rescue him from the other the other TV station. Um, yeah, that, I think that pretty much yeah, covers it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're going to get into all the, the, the finer. Yes. 100%. Um, so who do you think the villain is in this movie? Okay, so the the movie obviously wants you to think that R.J. Fletcher is the villain. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He's, the, he's the head of Channel 8. He's the one who wants to get U-62 shut down. He's the one who fired Stanley Spadowski uh, initially. Um, and, yeah, he. Uh, it's obvious that R.J. Fletcher is the main villain. Uh, he's got cronies. Yep. He, he's, got, he's got his own little bad guys. Um the I guess the other argument that you could make is that Big Louie is like a small time villain, but I think he's just a bookie. Like, <laughs> oh, is Big yeah. Big Louie just the guy we only ever see his hand? Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. his lack of hands. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, also, yeah. I think there's a part of it where it's like uh, the the enemy is like. Not living your dreams. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the villain of this is just not for, you know, uh, people that kind of like squash down your dreams and yeah. don't let you be yourself. And it's like, maybe that guy shouldn't be himself. Maybe a little bit. Maybe Weird Al needs to back the fuck off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's a good movie. <laughs> Weird Al is a national treasure. What are you talking about? He is about? an ad- I love him. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Who doesn't love this man? Uh, yeah. We want to get it. I think we should get, just get right into it. Of I course. don't know. Like, like to me, I don't know. Fletcher, On the, the biggest thing I'll say to Fletcher is he did have an agreement to buy this station and it was pulled out from underneath him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever his motivations are, he made a deal with his uncle and- mm they sort of like went back on that deal by pushing out the timeline and stuff like that, which I don't know about the legality of it, but that's kind of a shit move. Also, he's been running a successful network for 10 years. Number one. Okay, number one. This guy, obviously, I'd be so fucking pissed. Yes, I would try and buy that. Also, that janitor, it doesn't matter like the reason, that guy deserved to be fired. He looked horrible. Yes, okay, please. Yeah, (laughs) I I, I agree. Um, no matter what you think, like, he was kind of, like, he was incompetent enough to, de- like, he was probably a great, he was a great janitor. He cleaned, he cleaned the hell out of everything. <laughs> but, but, like, when you ask someone what's missing from this desk and they say that stapler and point at it, <laughs> you know, they're, they're yeah. a few fries short of a Happy Meal. Yeah, not the sharpest tool in the box, but also, like... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, <laughs> I don't know. I have a hard time being like uh, you're. You're firing the janitor for being dumb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Done. Everyone okay. needs a college degree now. All right. Yeah. I also <laughs> and I too would not believe that that he owns that mop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I w- I refuse to believe that someone's brought their own mop. <laughs> That's true. I refuse. Or, th- or okay. that a mop would last your entire lifetime. Yes, exactly. Okay, none of these things add up. This guy's insane. <laughs> <laughs> also, I would argue, I'm going to pitch this to the team, okay? Um, I'm going to say Fletcher's probably 
uh, not even close to as evil as he's displayed because I would argue 99% of this just happens in Weird Al's mind. Yeah. We dip in, in and out of that a lot, and I'm like, some of this, I don't think we can determine what's real or not. That's actually true, yeah. Because, like, we as, as we mentioned, we start with that, like, uh, Indiana Jones parody, which yes. is clearly, like, a fantasy he's having. Well, I think he's, like, trying to scrape out the, the deep fryer or something. He's making fries. He's making fries. Then he immediately burns. Oh, yeah, like, burns the crisp. hell out of him, I believe. Like, yeah. like I, I don't think you can actually burn things that badly in a deep fryer. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean like he pulled them out and that was like a dry burn that's like, like a <laughs> that's like you left it in the oven and went out for the night kind of thing like when you're working with somebody and you're like I don't even know like it's like you tried to fuck this up yeah like if I was making an an effort to do poorly I couldn't even reach these heights like, yeah I love that yes which which also like that that's what I think maybe the first villain that we meet in this movie is the was it Big Edna or something Big Edna Big Edna. Uh, Big Edna is not a villain. No, <laughs> no. You you just described the fries. Yes. First of all, and <laughs> yeah. so, okay. My my main argument is isn't that R.J. Fletcher's like great person? Uh, you know he he's oh. he's obviously an asshole through, oh, yes. throughout the whole movie. Mm -hmm. But it's that George Newman is just as big, if not bigger, an asshole. Mm. Like, oh. like the reason that he gets fired isn't because he burned the fries. It's because he called Big Edna a pathetic tub of lard. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, R.J. Fletcher he, was he, done he says some shit. mean stuff towards the end, but he never called anyone personally a pathetic tub of lard. No, that he, is that's a great point. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> R.J. Fletcher did say some. He said you should be what he said you should be deleted from the earth or something. He did say some that. Some people need to be deleted from the earth. Yeah, Craig. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Select some people, all the, yeah, yeah. yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> just a little control Z on people. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, yeah, so she fires him. I think that's legit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like we, we sort of like his life is in spiral basically yes. until this rate, this TV station lands in his lap because like he goes to see his girlfriend right right after that he gets fired. He's still in the uniform. Like he doesn't even change, and he's just like, "Yeah, I lost another job. What's for dinner?" Yeah. <laughs> Circling back to Big Edna, yeah. for for one more one more thing, he calls her a pathetic tub of lard, but it's it's not all fat. She's clearly strong. She tossed both of those guys into the sky. True, that is like true. she works out. No, Edna's, Edna's a power lifter. Yeah. I was, I was like, I would follow Edna into battle. <laughs> okay, like I would follow that woman into a rush shift. Yeah. Okay, you know what I mean? Fucking six o'clock in a fast food joint. I would follow her, no problem. Yeah, I'd be like Edna's gonna get it done, man. Plus, it's it's her restaurant. Yeah, yes. It's it's not even like this is a McDonald's or no, Burger no, no. King or something. Edna's and and big Edna's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like so. Uh, long-lasting business person, big at, like, she runs her own business, yeah. staffs her, gives her, gives chances to uh, screw-ups like George. That's right. George has had, like, what, like, five jobs in the last month or something yeah, like that? Yeah. And he's like, I can't believe they all fired me. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're so fireable. Oh, my God. He makes the point of, like, one of these days, you know, someone who hires me is going to realize that, hey, that George Newman guy has got imagination. But he's not, like, using that imagination for good. Like, no. It, when he's <laughs> dreaming, he's not, like, thinking about becoming a veterinarian. He's thinking about <laughs> whipping someone's arm off yeah. with an Indiana Jones whip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not standing there going, you know what? We should put cheese on these fries. Yeah. I think people go nuts for that. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, yeah. Thinking about whipping men's arms off yeah. and shit. Or, like, you know what would make this place more efficient if we changed mm -hmm. the, you know, the prep station with the, you know, dishwasher? You know, then it would flow better or whatever. He's not thinking like that. Because, no. like, um, pure imagination without any sort of discipline is just chaos. Also, it's I, just chaos. I'm going to make the argument that um, his imagination imagination was not even that good because he couldn't get the chil the children show off the ground. Yeah. He fell ass it. backwards into a solution on that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that that brings up a great point <laughs> is that he was well on his way to tanking the television station. <laughs> he was well on his way to fucking up another job. Yeah. Again, because of like this time maybe because of personal problems and less because he was dreaming, but He's tanking another opportunity 
um, at at this station, and he just got lucky. Yes, he just got lucky that he got dumped. <laughs> he got lucky that he got dumped and had to go to the bar and left the TV show in in uh, Stanley Spadowski's hands. Absolutely, like yeah, that was one hundred percent pure luck. But also bad on George. Like this, uh, I'm, all of my arguments are anti George. Yes, <laughs> there, there, there's nothing really pro Fletch here. It's all, it's no, all I understand. We do that. We do that. He, he left. He left a room full of children with a man he hasn't done a background check on. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was just like, I'm out. <laughs> that is so true. And if you were going to background check somebody. somebody. It's, <laughs> it's the janitor who just got fired that has a sudden interest in children's entertainment. You know? Yes. <laughs> I'm not saying. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you seek, you seek they, people like that seek positions, you know? Um, it's, uh, yeah, no. Oh, good point. Yeah, there's no background check in this. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> and I will, there's also no safety or like, e- like even before Spadowski gets there, it's like one of his first guests that he has on is Emo Phillips, uh, who's playing the, um, the shop teacher and he just cuts his thumb off on live television. Okay. To be fair, that wasn't on, on. Uncle Nutsy's Clubhouse. That was that was on Town Top with George Newman. Yeah, all that the was same. On Town Top. <laughs> all the same. You know, this is still in George's and mind of like this is what makes a good TV station, a talk yes. show, a kid show, and so the kids show we're hiring. You know, on on you know people without background checks and just guys we hired today, and like on talk <laughs> shows he's having unvetted uh, high school shop teachers who cut their own finger off. To be fair, show me a, a shop teacher with all their fingers. <laughs> show, yeah. show me one. Show uh, me one. Honestly, I was just thinking the same yeah. thing because my shop teacher in high school, no. oh, he made a huge point. He, he would hold up his three middle fingers and show that they were all no, the I, same length and like no, warn not us every... not warn us about routers. Like no, that was no, the, no. I'm terrified of routers to this day. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, no, every single every single shop teacher is missing at least something. <laughs> yeah, a little something. Why do you think that is? Do you think that's like just because you've worked in the trades and it's bound to happen? Or do you think these people had like they cut off a finger and then were like, no, nah, I'm going to go become a teacher yeah, now. If you, can't, like, if you can't do, teach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess. Also, I think uh, just, well, as somebody that rode the bus here with a bunch of teens, I think it's really hard to, to teach teens and cut wood at the same time. <laughs> like, I just think it's hard to do those two things at the same time. Like, have you seen teens? Oh, my. I was oh. ready to push every teen in the back of the head. On this, I was like, every single one of them reeked, okay, arms up, just like fucking absolute orangutans. I can't, these, these boys, I literally, <laughs> I almost cut off my own finger to get off that bus, man. Yeah. I can't, oh God, I hate, they were all yelling at each other, one kept touching me. Anyway, it was just like, I, I'd, I'd cut off my own finger. Yeah. Sure. Okay. No, I, I, oof, yeah, I, oh, I don't know, that's like my biggest thing. It, like it, it freaks me out so much is what? the idea of like other people, you know, cutting off their fingers or hands or like power. T- oh, like, my dad can't watch it. But also no. he's a he's a general contractor. Yeah. Like literally every time we watch Under Siege and that one guy gets like part of his arm. Cut, like my dad's just like, ah! oh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't trust. But like going back to the high school te- tech teacher thing. Yeah. I don't trust anybody with uh, I don't trust anybody with power tools. Mm. I don't trust anybody with knives and I don't trust anybody with fireworks because I I, I never truly believe deep down in my soul that that person pays as much attention to where they're putting their limbs as I do. Like Mm. I trust myself with those yes, because I know I'm very conscious of where my fingers are when I'm using a saw. I'm very conscious of like where other people are standing. If I'm setting up a firework, I'm very conscious of like, Mm. you know, all these things. And I never trust that anybody else has any idea where that is. No, dude, I watched Like I have talked about this before. I watched a guy, cutting a pile of cocaine with a katana and I went well I'm leaving obviously I'm leaving what are we doing okay good lord I want to keep my face like you know what I mean yeah drugs I maintain drugs and swords do not go together no and UHF 
definitely has a, a drugs and katana Swords, sort of yes. energy, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you can't tell me this is this is what eighty six, eighty nine, eighty nine. I don't know when they would have been filming it. Probably eighty seven or so. Yeah. Mm. Um, but and you, so you can't tell me that that TV station isn't just filled with cocaine. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Why why else does that engineer have a lab there? <laughs> <laughs> Dude's doing fucking chemistry when that's his business idea. Yeah, <laughs> kept running with it. We don't make a lot of money on advertising at this station because nobody watches us, but we still manage to pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very lucrative call-in show, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what are all these bicycles doing outside? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that that Emo Phillips Joe Early is a great shop teacher because of how calm he remained. Yes. Oh, like, true. He did remain calm in an yeah, emergency. He was, he, he was, and he 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 taught he taught George like you got to put it in your mouth. Yeah. To 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 save it for the yep. hospital. Yep. Yeah, he, that's, was, he, was he knew his stuff. He, he knew, knew his, his first day. Is that he didn't know the name of the table saw, but he he knew the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that true? Is that your what? How you're supposed to like put it in your mouth? No, to save it? no, ab- no. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, so, sir. <laughs> I, I would have gone sir. with bag of. You said it with such confidence that he sir. knew what he was talking about. <laughs> This is, the, again, this is the thing. I've taken so many first aid courses, and every time I've taken a first aid course, I've said, oh, I would be useless in a first aid situation because I didn't remember any of this shit. Every time I've taken a first aid course, I think I ha- I don't remember any of this from the last time I did it. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, oh, yeah, but not that. <laughs> but, the, but also the joke of, like, he's bleeding all over himself. He's like, boy, is my face red. red. <laughs> Buddy, the... <laughs> The physical gags in this movie, top, like top tier physical gags. I'm so I. There were several moments in this movie where I just straight up laughed out fucking loud. Oh like yeah. Just the stupid when he throws the dog in the punch bowl. Oh. I fucking lost my fucking mind. Okay. When when what? Because he's trying remember. to feed it punch yes. from the thing at first. You're like, well, that's that's, that's the gag. Already the gag. Yeah. And then he gets called over and, and he drops, just drops it. it in the punch bowl. I was like, yeah. yeah, we're in. I love it. That when he, <laughs> I can't remember which character does it, but he looks at a guy and goes, uh, "Take that stupid thing off," and then he takes off his mustache. Oh. <laughs> I fucking died. Yeah, I don't he's, care. Because he's just wearing the most ridiculous hat. Yes. Yeah. And then take that stupid thing off, and he pulls, pulls off a very, very good, good fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. There were so many good, like, I don't care if this makes me like a literal child. Any, I love physical gags. I love them. I could watch a hundred of them and there were so many good ones in this movie. Yeah. You know what? I I didn't start appreciating physical comedy until I started doing comedy. And then I was just like, oh, this is so much harder. (laughs) Like, this is the hardest thing. Yeah, I think so. Because I think it's, well, for me, I think it's uh, um, like being silly is such a mechanism that I'm like, I don't know where we're going. <laughs> like jokes, I know joke math. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I know a punchline, I know a setup, I know rule of threes, I know all this stuff. Most of the time when I'm listening to a comedian, I know where we're going or like loosely I know where we're going to arrive. If you're silly or like physical or whatever and I and I don't know where the fuck we're going, I am going to giggle like an idiot. Okay, because I just don't know where we're going. Mm. It's 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 joke math I don't understand. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, same way. And it's like, yeah, oh, how do you do that with your body? I don't understand it. And that's part of what made uh Michael Richards so great as Stanley Spadowski. Just his physical comedy was so good. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. everything everything Stanley Spadowski did was was so hilarious and and like w- the first time you see him on the kids show hosting Stanley Spadowski's clubhouse, you buy that he's ho- like, you buy that kids would love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, yes, 100%. I do buy that kids would love that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, just to show you, like, this is the thing that really made me laugh. And it very much demonstrates that nobody is in charge and nobody's vetting these ideas. And Spadowski is just an, an idiot being let loose, which is the, you found the marble in the oatmeal, so you get to now, now you get to drink from the fire hose. 
<laughs> and like as an adult, I go, oh, I think that's a bad idea. And then they just spray well, yes. this kid across the. So funny. And it's just like, okay. But like, it's, another thing is like all the ideas and all the things that people find um, like worth watching in the station are all based on violence, right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> like even before Spodowski takes over the kids show, like Weird Al's thing or George's thing is he's dressed up like, or his friends dressed up like a clown and he hits him in the face with a uh, frying pan. Right. And then feeds him dog biscuits, but like not in a slapstick. Like we mm-hmm. plan this like bong. I like, you know, like he actually hits him in the face with the frying yeah, pan. Yeah, he didn't see the frying pan coming. No. He did, he did not know that was coming. No. And that's another point against George. Yeah. Uh, he's your best friend, and you're hitting him in the face with a cast iron skillet. Yes. Like, I live guess, on TV. Although I love the concept of uh, Weird Al being a terrible entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that idea. Yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. he's not good at this. <laughs> and I'm like, he's, it's incredible. <laughs> he's... <laughs> This acting is so good. I don't know how you're turning it off. Okay, but you're doing it. <laughs> and I mean, just some of the other acts, like when Weird Al has to go save Spadowski and they're just like kind of vamping on the TV to like kill time. And there's just like w- the weirdest things going on. Like like guys with like big chins and like weird dances and all the, the rest. The kids. Yeah, and, uh, and you just go like, no, like Weird Al, the guy, thought mm. of this. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what wouldn't have been on Channel 8, okay? What they will not put on Channel 8 is probably a man throwing dogs out of a window. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they do that on Channel 8. Are, are, is, are they the real heroes? Okay. <laughs> because... Uh, Channel 62 is killing dogs live, live on dozens. air. Dozens. By the dozens. Okay, there was we a, see a, pile. a pile of dogs. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and, and, and he doesn't know who this guy is. Yeah, He's just yeah. like, he just applied and we let him have his own nature show, which is just a nature show in his apartment, which like... In, in terms of like cable access, hey, this is my bird. This is like there. There's things on TikTok and YouTube that are that now. But as soon as he's like, now we're going to see if dogs can fly. It's like, how have you not? How's the FCC not shut you down immediately? Yes. Yes. So great. Okay, I will say this. I don't know what this is because like. I understand that, like, him throwing dogs out of a window in concept is much worse. Okay, but you don't really see like you just kind of see the pile or whatever. It fucking hurt my physical body, my heart, every part of my being to watch that man shake that ant farm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the horror. The horror. I hate ants, okay? I do not like them. But as somebody that's a hobby lady, okay, I can only imagine how crushing it would be to make so much, so much work. Okay, you make tunnels for days. <laughs> For days, okay, a whole infrastructure. You've got a whole system here. And then that motherfucker shakes. I was like, I watched him do that. I literally, it's like, I just, I so went up. Like, I screamed a little bit. I was upset. It was upsetting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, honestly, it hurt my heart. I don't know. Something something I've noticed, you know, just being from, from a small town in the middle of the woods, basically, and then coming here to, to Toronto, to like a big city, um, I, I realized that we are ants. Like, uh, I, was on, I was on the subway earlier. We, we just dig and we mull around in big cities. Yeah. We, we, we decide yes. that there's not enough space on top, so we go under. Um, yeah. Could you imagine if, like, God just fucking shook the subway system? Oh. Oh, yeah. Train collapse. Like, we would just abandon Toronto is what yes. we would do. Like, we, I mean, we've been trying to build a tunnel through underneath Eglinton for... Uh, <laughs> Over a decade, uh, and we have not succeeded. If, if you haven't looked it up, look at the uh, look up the Eglinton LRT. There is a great article that the Toronto Star did on all of the things that have taken less time to build than our transit system, and uh, <laughs> and it is not kind. They're like the Panama Canal. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I love, uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And like there's like a whole bunch of like the Eiffel Tower, like all of these things. Like, Ooh. like the Empire State Building basically built in a weekend. Like uh 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was cutting. It was cutting. Um, I think the Colosseum oh. might have been on there in Rome. Uh, <laughs> so it, all this to say, if God shook up Toronto, we're just... We're, oh, yeah, we we're, we're going to abandon it. It's just... <laughs> Wait, everybody's gonna go their separate ways. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like good job, everybody. We try. Let the river We're take out. it back. Yeah, <laughs> let the river take it back. <laughs> just and Toronto just subsides into the Don River, yeah. and slides back into Lake Ontario. Yeah, it's done. It's done. Um, and I but, know it's stupid and and not real, but I definitely would like. I wouldn't want to shake an ant farm. I wouldn't want to throw a poodle out the window, mm-hmm. but I would want to try to see if a turtle would stick to the ceiling. Yeah. Like, that, oh, great. Yeah. No, yeah. I get that. And the fact that it did, right? <laughs> <laughs> like on the camera, he throws the yeah. turtle up and you hear it go like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It's good. But that all brings up a great point of that wouldn't happen on Channel 8. We're talking regulations. And broadcast standards, right? Yeah. Like there, there are rules as to what you can and cannot put on. Um, go go watch a movie and sit through the credits, and every single one will have a humane society fucking logo at the end that yeah. says no animals were harmed in the making of this picture. Yeah. Nothing on U62 could have that. No. Like, <laughs> no. the credits never just, they just <laughs> skip that part. <laughs> Absolutely. And, like, I'm pretty sure, like, they're trying to kind of bootstrap their own, like, news channel or whatever, and it's like, I think you might need trained journalists to do that, not just Fran Drescher's... Uh, of a, a, a treasure, but I, you know, yes. I don't think you can just show up with a microphone and be like, "Hey, what's up? I want to talk to the mayor." Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe you can. I don't well, know. Maybe in this town. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's okay. I would love to talk about um, his girlfriend, though. We sure. need to talk. We need okay. to dive into yeah, Terry yeah. a little bit, okay? Um, because number one, absolutely dump this man. Okay, dump this man and never go back. Okay. Number two. I firmly believe what we watch happen in this film is a woman get harassed into coming back. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was I was going to bring this up, and I was going to ask you specifically. Um, yeah, just if you dump someone and then they show up in your house and leave all of the shit that he left, balloons, like he, he broke flat, into yeah. her house, broke into her house, um, will not stop calling and yeah. screaming, "I'm in hell," <laughs> which. Is very funny, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but probably not if you're receiving those messages, <laughs> okay. Um, none. Yes, this is obviously like he's blatantly harassing her. Yeah, and it's not like she dumped him just for being like a an aimless loser. Like he specifically, which would have been enough. He specifically, <laughs> he specifically fucked her over on her birthday. Right in front of her parents, of, like, and he, like made a big deal about. He it. put it on on his TV station. He literally okay. put the invitation on his on U sixty two. Which, if you don't think she's okay, because like you got to know, this woman showed up to that restaurant, showed up with her parents. Okay, this isn't a big town. Like this is a town, basically. Like this isn't a big. You know what I mean? Like. There are people, like, he knows everybody around. Everybody knows each other. You're telling me that woman's not showing up to that restaurant, having every single person in that restaurant looking at her the whole night? Especially how she's dressed. Yeah, well, that is... Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Some of the outfits. Some of this was like, I don't know if this is just the 80s 80s or if this is Weird Al's aesthetic. Yes. I think a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah, fair enough. You know what I mean? Get a bit of that 80s stank on it. Yeah. Um, I would also say if I, although I, this is, this is the one counterpoint I'm going to make. This is so mean. Um, if I had her voice, I would take any man I could get. (laughs) (laughs) Just, she's really doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing it up. But, uh, but I mean like one, it's super unprofessional even to ask her out on a date using your television station. You know, like, oh, I don't think anything that this man does is professional. Exactly. But he interrupts like a news broadcast. No, no. That's what does he interrupt? He interrupts. They're talking to uh, this is a strike against U62 as well. A pro gun enthusiast. Oh, yeah. They're giving the pro gun guy the platform. Yeah. Guns don't kill people. I do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a violent pro gun guy. Yeah. Being like, I murder people. Uh, yeah. So they interrupt that to 
for him to be like, hey, I want to meet you at this thing. Uh, wear a good dress. Okay, bye. And I was just like, I like, I know this existed before social mm-hmm. media. This existed before you could like group text. I get that. But like, that's not how you use a TV station. I mean, maybe that's how we would all use a TV station, but <laughs> right? Like, you yes. can't do that. No. Like, you can't do that. And then to forget about it is so cold on your birthday. He and he does it constantly, and I was like, "This is the only thing you've held on to in your life." <laughs> and and yeah, barring the fact that she's put up with it for this long, mm. she's also an incredibly supportive girlfriend. Um, in in one of the first like the first scene where he's after he gets fired, um, you know, what's for dinner, honey? He, he does that and he grabs the mashed potatoes, and she starts telling him instead of being like, "Oh, you you got to stop being a fucking loser. You gotta you gotta like." You got to put your imagination in the background. She says, you should find something that your imagination, you can make work for you. Yeah. Right? Like, she's, she's like, find something that you can use with yet with your skill set and do it and enjoy it. And he's just like, this means something. Like, he's fucking with the mashed potatoes. Oh, he's doing, the, yeah, the, uh, the, the Close uh, Encounters thing. Close Encounters <laughs> for the third time. Yeah, yeah. I will say, watching this movie this time through, I got a lot more of the movie references. <laughs> I will say that. Yes, there are a ton of. I honestly, I you and you know what's funny about it is I actually think I could have watched a full movie of any of them. Does that make any sense? Like watching like the opening where he's Indiana Jones, I'm like I could actually just watch Weird Al be Indiana Jones for the full movie, and that would oh, yeah. be fine by me. Like this is this is all great. I could take every mini movie in there. And Gandhi like, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot about Gandhi too. So hard yeah. at that. So fucking stupid. It's awesome. Yeah, Wheel of Fish. Wheel that. of Fish was making me fucking scream. Like Conan the Librarian. Conan the Librarian. Yes. He's <laughs> cutting guys' heads off for so, being just for being like just cuts a guy, a guy in half. These are overdue. Was- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. I would see see any of that, and like it's worth noting that in the '80s, I mean, that's what Weird Al was famous for mm-hmm. was doing these like almost shot for shot like music video parodies, right? Like his yeah. his music video for "Eat It," which is a parody of "Beat It," yeah. is like like same angles. Like it's like I like it, it is uncanny how good they were at reproducing music videos. And like, so this is kind of, like you understand why this movie got made, right? Because mm. you're like, we want to have that same Weird Al energy in movie form, but this tanked actually in the box office. It, uh, yeah, it, 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 it screened very well. It tested very well. Um, it was Orion Pictures' best, best tested movie since Robocop. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. And so they expected it to do very well. It just came out at the same the same time as Indiana Jones and Batman, like the same summer. Oh. So it was, oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's some tough yeah. competition. <laughs> so it, it was up against, obviously not the first Indiana Jones. No, it was uh, against um, the last one. Last Crusade? Yeah, Last Crusade. Mm. Um, last a good one. Anyway. <laughs> And wow, wow! And uh, Tim Burton's Batman, yeah, that those are two, those are two. Pillars. Yeah, I mean, that's tough yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that's hard to compete with. Yeah. Um, Plus, everybody knew one of those guys was going to turn out to be a racist. That so they were like, we can't, <laughs> can't possibly go. <laughs> that's that's my pitch for a sequel to UHF. Is mm. that you know they they're obviously the most successful station in town, so they're they're number one now. They're they're yeah. Channel Eight. Right. Yeah. And and Stanley Spadowski is like achieving new fame, new fame. So he goes on a comedy tour. He's at the comedy store. (laughs) 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 Oh, no. Yeah. 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 No, that's not going to end well for him. No, no, no. no, It does not end well for him at all. That's crazy. Um, Yeah. uh, I I do remember, though, so Weird Al's biopic also came out and I just remember like his announcement for this, like just to show how good he is in everything he Mm -hmm. does. His announcement for it was so good. I think it was on Twitter and it just said, "Uh, when I released my first movie UHF in 1989, I promised my fans that I would release a new movie once every like 30 years. (laughs) 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 And so like... (laughs) 
And then he's like, so I lo- I'm so thrilled that Daniel Radcliffe will be playing me in my biopic, a role, the role I'm sure he'll be remembered for. And I was just like, <laughs> like two amazing jokes within like, yeah, two, like boom, just boom. you efficiency of writing there, weird Al. Yeah. Thank you so much. Like, oh, oh yeah. fuck. He's so funny. He's man. so funny. Have you seen, uh, Weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've Have only you... watched it the one time. Um, I think. Did Did you watch the the initial Funny or Die sketch that it was based on? Uh, was, way was, back, but I don't trailer. really remember it. Was it. a yeah. trailer for Weird, the Alan yeah. story. I think uh, the story works much better as just a joke sketch. Mm. Oh, okay. like, like stretching mm. it okay. out for a full feature. It's just like okay, you know. Mm. Um, and yeah. also in the in the initial sketch. Uh, Aaron Paul played Weird Al, and yeah. I, I think he did a better job than Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> it's worth—I don't know—it's worth seeing, though, in my yeah, opinion. It, it's definitely—it's yeah. definitely worth seeing. But I, I, I will say that I think you should watch the the fake trailer from like Fair 20, mm. 2013 Fair or whatever it Fair was enough. first. Yeah, I gotta watch all of that now. Yeah, I, haven't, re- I haven't seen it yet. So highly obviously. recommend. Okay. I laughed many, many times out loud. I think I'm just weird. going to go home after this yeah. and watch this. Just put on weird a little Alec Palooza. Just like literally his music videos, all this kind of stuff. Because I just watching this movie was so delightful. Like it was just like front to back, very delightful. Which is funny because if I, I think on the whole, this whole movie, if you boiled it down, it's really about how this guy. Uh, he was like, I can't, I, I, I can't hold down a job. Well, the only way to do it is to be my own boss forever. <laughs> <laughs> can't fire me if I'm the boss, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, as comedians, who are we to? Oh, I understand that. <laughs> cast the first fully. stone. Yeah. Um, I think um this character George, I think he's uh, a great example of uh, why we should medicate people with ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Fuck you just gotta man. rein that in a little bit, you know? I don't. I I don't rein know. in that chaos. You, I, you I need don't know to get I a little that, shit done. You need like, to get a little bit of shit done. Fuck man, I don't know if I have that, but like every. <laughs> I do identify. <laughs> there was a lot of this movie I identified with where I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. why that's why I set so many alarms for myself, because I'm daydreaming all the time. Yeah. What is time? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I definitely don't. Like, I've had some people like suggest like, oh, are you having trouble getting stuff done? And I was like, of course I am. Mm-hmm. Life is a nightmare. Yes. What are you talking yes, about? Yes, yes, They're yes. like, well, you might have ADHD. I was like, I don't because mm-hmm. I. I am the guy who goes to the family picnic and I'm like, oh, the, uh, the, the bag for the croquet set is blowing away. I better go get that because no one else is paying attention to it. And you left your hat on a chair there and you're going to leave it. Like I'm keeping track of everybody else's stuff yeah. constantly. Mm. And I'm just like, there's no way that. Buddy, I've left my cell phone in a Uber <laughs> three times this year. <laughs> Three times. And I laugh every time. <laughs> I can't fucking, I can't keep things on my person. Okay, I can't. It's fucking impossible, bro. Buddy, I lost the phone. It's like, buddy. It's and like my favorite text to get three or four times a year is, buddy, I lost my phone I again. T- I, t- <laughs> I message Craig every time. I'm just like, oh, buddy, lost my wallet again. Yeah. <laughs> Calling the credit card company again. Like, I'm fucked. Dude, guys, I think uh, I think the burning question on everyone's minds, if having watched this movie, mm-hmm. is: um, Would you eat the Twinkie hot dog <laughs> cheese sandwich? <laughs> would you eat it? It does. It taste good. We need to discuss. Absolutely. Um, I saw this, yeah. and I was like, oh. That doesn't look half bad, actually. That's what I kind of thought. <laughs> like, especially since, so I went on TikTok a while ago and made a rant about how you can't really criticize people for weird food combinations because mm. you never know what's going to knock it out of the park. True. And like, s- s- savory, right? Mm-hmm. You got your sweet. Yep. You got, uh, oh, you I guess got cheese. Meat. You got your meat. I was like, I, I put, I guess cheese and meat are both yeah. savory. Yeah, yeah. Your umami, I guess, is what you yeah. call that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think it tastes all right. I mean, I'm a big I'm a big 
pineapple on pizza person. I'm yep. a big dip some fries in your shake. Okay. Oh, fries and shake. Fries and shake. That's delicious. Okay. I I think this combination mayo of on things. Mayo and fries. Yeah. yeah mayo th- on fries is great. I think this combination of things might be good. <laughs> I, I I love hummus specifically because you can dip anything in it. Yeah. But oh. Like, yeah. Like it all it it all works. You got a carrot. I, I agree. It fucking works. You got a French fry. It works. You got bread. It works. I put hummus on burritos instead of uh, if I don't have like refried beans. Mm-hmm. I'll spread a little hum- garlic hummus on there. Mm. It's like it gives a little tang, but it's well, yeah, like you're it's still it, a, you're, you're just making a shawarma now. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> yeah, but it's just like the, yeah. Yeah. I don't not? know. You know, you got yeah. the different spices or whatever. But no, like, it all works that's out. True. It all works. Yeah, well, and that's, that's the a, thing. That's it's what like, we call a a, a, a Windsor shawarma. <laughs> So we call a Windsor It's better shawarma. than a Windsor shawarma. Excuse, you know, it probably was. Yeah. <laughs> it probably is, it probably is. This is a Windsor burrito. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, yes. Excuse me. Windsor burrito. You can have corn on a burrito, though. No, of course you Of course you put fucking corn on a burrito. What the fuck are we talking about now? No, that man put corn on my shawarma. That's what happened. That man put, put corn and salsa on my shawarma. Oh, my salsa brain, on a shawarma is, oh, that's a burrito now. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah. Thank yeah, yeah. you. Thank um, you. Okay. I was losing it. Okay. The man was making my shawarma. There was a fucking dance hall DJ hitting on me. It was insane. <laughs> The scene was insane. Anyway. <laughs> so all this to say. Do we think it's good? Are we doing well, this? Let, are we, okay, let's vote first. Okay, do we think it's good or no? Who thinks it's going to be good? I think it'll be, I, I think it'll be decent. Yeah. I think I, it'll be decent, I too. Think it'll, yeah, I think it'll be edible. Edible. Oh, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's going to be your go-to snack. All right, that's I good. Know. That's fair. That's like, fair. So, like Weird Al, Weird Al is a vegetarian now. Um, <laughs> That was it. That's the last meat he ever ate. It was yeah, just yeah. like, oh, no, I can't. Yeah, I, love- <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. That's a reason. I'm like, just so you know, he's now a vegetarian. So. Yeah. Just, I'm just picturing Weird Al, shirt off, yeah. <laughs> gut hanging out, surrounded by t- Twinkie wrappers <laughs> and like hot dog and just staring at us like, what are you doing, Al? <laughs> doing <laughs> what are you doing yourself oh my god okay so clifton i'm right here <laughs> so clifton actually brought in the supplies to do this so, so we, we're gonna do it I, so i think what, what we'll do is we'll, we'll take a quick break we're pausing for a we're second pausing for a second we're gonna go make ourselves some and when you hear us next we're gonna be live we won't have taken a bite though because we want we want live, that we live. want that real reaction so, so <laughs> So here we go. So here we go. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay. Okay. So we are. We're back. We're back. <laughs> we have prepared our hot dogs on yes. our Twinkie. Mm-hmm. Um, we have saved the sensory. Thank you, Diana's bringing us napkins. Oh, thank Absolutely you. required. Yes. And I think like we've saved the auditory experience of the, the spray the, cheese the, the for, for cheese. your ears. I think Clifton, you, you're our guest. You, you take should, it. Yes. We chose American cheese, Ameri- yes. American squeeze cheese. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Guys, I feel like I'm yeah, at yeah. a slumber party right yeah, now. Like sure. I just like I feel like we're all playing truth or dare. It's just such a fun energy. I'm so excited. Alright, so should I cheese it for the camera yes. or should I cheese oh. it for the microphone? Cheese it for the mic, I would say, yeah, right? Cheese mic, it for the for mic. The mic yeah. For the mic, yeah. Right. <laughs> so I've got the spray cheese. Oh, oh, oh that is you got oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, you got a big boy amount. There we go. Yeah. I'll do mine for the camera. There, there we go. Oh, oh, oh! This is gonna be the oh, grossest we're thing. We're at a slumber party. I, well, are we re- eating our words now? We said I, we think I, this I, might be all right. I, I, I st- the, weirdly enough, the 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 Twinkie and the the hot dog didn't bother me. It actually looks like a hot dog. Oh, I, th- oh, oh I think Rebecca's got the, yeah, right, she's got the right amount of cheese. Weirdly enough, I didn't think that the cheese in the hot dog was going to be the problem. Guys. But that spray. <laughs> I, I just want to point out before we eat that the cheese does say no need to keep refrigerating. <laughs> <laughs> no need. No need. For what? <laughs> All right. So here we go. Oh, Live here reaction. It, here we go. Here we go. Three, two, <laughs> no, one. All right, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. That ain't bad, actually. Yep. 
It's not bad. That's good. Yeah, good. I'm finishing it. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm finishing this. No, not on. <laughs> not live now. Spoiler. I, I tried this once when I was a kid mm. because I had seen it in the movie, and I think I got a bad batch of Twinkies. Uh, uh, <laughs> Which got, is the most insane thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't have spray cheese obviously because we're in Canada and we don't yes. have this stuff. You had to special order it. Yeah, I, I special ordered it. This for, is for so this. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Our government will not let us eat this. <laughs> Our government has said no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, In a way, this does feel like the most American meal you can possibly have. That, that is true. A hot dog on a Twinkie with... <laughs> Sp- American spray cheese. cheese on it. <laughs> no oh my need God. to keep refrigerated. Just, <laughs> this is just the highlight of my whole life right now. Can, uh, it says about. Oh, it says about seven servings per container. That doesn't seem high enough. <laughs> seven. <laughs> Is each serving a full meal? Yes, like I was like, what the fuck? That's way too. Yeah, that's way too many. I think, I think we can make more few. than seven Twinkie Wiener sandwiches. Yeah, I, I think can. so too. I think Damn. that's that's gonna go far. Oh, yeah. guys, excellent source of calcium. <laughs> I guarantee you, it is not. Uh, uh, I don't think we're gonna top that though. No, I'm. I think we're ready for our uh, <laughs> spitting on the laptop yeah. now and just like <laughs> spitting Twinkie everywhere. So, oh God! Okay. Um, I think it's time to give our definitive rank. Unless there's something else you wanted to quickly no, mention. No, uh, uh, Clifford. Any other? Uh, any? Um, any closing statements any, on on, any, on these any, villains? Okay, so like, uh, we spent the whole episode basically ragging on George. We 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 honestly haven't said much about Fletcher because he's not that bad. He's 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 a he's tough a tough boss. He's a tough yeah. boss. He's a but he's also fair. He doesn't treat his son any better than. Than the rest of his employees. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Richard Fletcher is no nepo baby. That's and <laughs> no dogs died on his watch. No dogs died on his watch. We, and, uh, I would argue, not a high bar, but still. <laughs> and and also, I will point out that this movie has a very um, uh, antiquated view of media conglomeration, <laughs> where they're like, <laughs> you can't own more than two TV stations in the same town, and you're like, you absolutely can now. Like, how quaint, right? Well, well, yeah, I like, was like, Disney is that an owns, 80s thing? Disney or? <laughs> owns Fox and Hulu yeah. and, like, <laughs> Dude, yeah. Discovery owns Warner Bros. Like, everybody's, mm-hmm. like, one company now. So, like, the fact that you own two TV stations, I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's fair. I think I think R.J. Fletcher's biggest transgression in the movie that makes him the villain is, is his rant uh, towards the community, mm. he, he he says this community means about as much to me as a festering bowl of dog snot. And then, oh, and then, but who doesn't fucking hate their community? <laughs> just and and <laughs> it, just my, here's my point: is that this community actually does kind of suck because they're holding, Aye, they're they're holding, <laughs> they're holding the U62 telethon, and as soon as Stanley Spadowski isn't on TV, they stop making money. Like if <laughs> if if my favorite television show was on a network and that network was in danger of getting shut down like let's say it's it's fox with Mm. with like futurama or something initially i wouldn't need uh billy west on tv telling me to donate yeah i would just donate because i like futurama yeah i would just i wouldn't need stanley spadowski telling me to donate because i know he's on channel 62 yeah that's true um yeah legitimately and you know what the other horrible part of their plan is so they're selling stocks at ten dollars a shot 70 (laughs) yeah 750 (laughs) stocks at ten dollars anyway are you going to say that rj could just buy them all yes (laughs) (laughs) and not even all just a majority and he would buy then have he would actually save he would save money and have control of the radio station that's very funny (laughs) it's like yeah, it's uh, it's the easiest loophole to get through for sure. There, there. Uh, the the big kicker to RJ at the end is that the last of the shares that get them over the hill, get them over the edge to be able to save themselves, oh, yes. are bought by the homeless guy, who he gave one penny to as like a as a dick move, and the penny turned out to be worth something. Yeah, it was worth like two grand or something like yeah, that. I think yeah. it was like five. Okay. Um, oh yeah, because he bought a Rolex with yeah. it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like his uh, I don't know arrogance comes back to bite him or whatever, but 
he was also being charitable. He was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and then just he has because FCC you hate right. your community does not mean you need to get kicked in the nuts. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> if we could. <laughs> and we, as comedians, have all resented our audiences at some point. <laughs> You know, where you go, these fuckers just yes. don't get me. And if I, in, in being televised and recorded, well, you, you don't know. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, hmm. spied upon. Spied upon. Yeah. <laughs> what I say in the privacy of my yeah. own home is my own business. Uh, all right, but I think it's time to give our definitive mm. rankings of how good the villain is. Uh, what do you got, Rebecca? Okay, so I made up um, new Weird Al title, like Weird Al songs, obviously. That's That's the move, right? Um, so uh, from uh, Paint the Town Ted, a song about a man named Ted going out having a medium night. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Just having a medium night. Uh, from uh, to all the way to Used to Be Hung, uh, I'm going to give this guy a WAP, a werewolf after party. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that bad. I'd watch it. <laughs> uh, what do you got for us, Clifton? Um, so I've got, uh, I was thinking television networks, you know, yes. because these are both television networks. So I was thinking like, on a scale of Fox Television Network programming, uh, from The Simpsons to Fox News. <laughs> oh, good uh, one, yes. <laughs> uh, I give R.J. Fletcher a Futurama. Uh, canceled prematurely, but I'm confident he can bounce back with another network. Yeah. Oh, buddy! And this time be worse. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's great. Oh, great scale. Fire. Great Fire. scale. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I have the, um, in honor of UHF, which stands for ultra high frequency, I have the uh, radio transmission scale. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of, course, of course you do. Of course I do. So on a scale from amplitude modulated AM to frequency modulated FM, I'm giving RJ Fletcher a radio frequency hopping, which was invented by Hollywood actress Hedy Lamarr uh, and is now the basis of all cell phone communication. Uh, because uh, sometimes to stop you from getting jammed up by weird stuff, you have to spread it around. So there we go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I overthought that one for sure. No, that's good. That's good. That's what we like here. That's what we like. Hey, guys, we're going to get to our heroes and villains of the week in a second. But first, uh, a couple ways you can support the podcast. So uh, uh, first of all, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, we are on all the major platforms. Uh, we are on Twitter, at VWR Podcast. We are on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and uh, fa Facebook, did I say already? <laughs> One of the other ones. Uh, at uh, Villain Was Right Podcast, uh, or, or sorry, at The Villain Was Right on those platforms. And uh, we also have email. So if you have any suggestions for movies you'd like to see or just feedback on the show, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, villainwasright at gmail.com. And as well, if you just want to leave us a quick review uh, to help the algorithms or tell your friends about us, that would really help us out a lot. But if you have a couple bucks to share with the podcast. As always, we are on Patreon. Pat Patreon.com slash the villain was right. Uh, we have a bonus episode here. You get two bonus episodes a month. Uh, quick little ditties where uh, Craig and I just talk about movies we like where the you know the villain's not necessarily correct uh, most of the time they are really really not which is super fun and I like to pick a uh, well we call them bad movies but I think they're good and Craig picks a good movie that is critically acclaimed or whatever or you should watch or you should watch like yeah. this month we're doing Freaky yeah the, uh, Freaky Friday the 13th is and essentially and then we're gonna balance that out with a little crossroads <laughs> The Britney Spears <laughs> epic, okay? You know what I mean? Balance. It's all about balance, guys. Uh, so you can hit us up on Patreon.com if you would like uh, to hear those or get in on our audience choice or ad-free tiers. And now it is time for our Heroes and Villains of the Week. What do you got first, Craig? Yeah, so this is this is um, a hero. Uh, it's not going to be a hero to anybody but Kat and I. Okay. Uh, but it's like one of those things. It's like this is the Craigissance. Like I'm getting on top of things. Things are getting done. Because uh, when we moved into our place, we discovered that the dryer didn't work, and it just vented out underneath our front porch, but, like, into nothing. Like, so it would never dry, right? Because it was just basically, like, like, it was held up against a wall. So, like, for the last, like, two years, 
we have just like had to vent our dryer into like a bucket to like to like grab all it's an electric dryer so we're not giving ourselves carbon monoxide poisoning but it just grabs all the the lint and stuff that comes mm-hmm. out and like traps it in the water so it's just been like sitting there hooked up to our dryer and it's just like it works fine yeah but all the heat and the humidity goes into the house which yeah is, i was again, gonna say i'm like that's bad for your house well man. it's I fine think a in the bit. winter right yeah uh, okay. in the summer it kind of sucks but like it's just been one of those things that's worked fine enough and Finally, I, I got on and I finally called somebody to come fix it. And it took them two tries and it was way more complicated than they thought it was, which I was like, oh, excellent. Oh, it, <laughs> like, you don't want it to be simple. Uh, no. Oh, like the perfect, that intersection yeah. of being, like for me, the intersection of being a know-it-all and toxic masculinity is like <laughs> being like, well, you should be able to do this. And then as soon as they're like, this is hard, I was like, thank fucking Christ I didn't do this. Uh, they were like drilling through our basement and like hauling dirt out and everything. Anyway, uh, they finally did it. It works. Our dryer finally vents to the outside instead of behind a wall like it's supposed to. And it's just one of those things that's been on my to-do list for two years. And it's finally done. I finally took care of it. And I'm just so unreasonably happy about getting it done. That's my hero of the week. Sick. Yeah. (laughs) How about you, Clifton? You got a hero or villain of the week for us? Ooh. um, Okay. So this week was in 2006. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throwback. Love it. Uh, I'm I'm too young to drive at this point. I don't have a car, but I'm on a road trip with my dad and my stepbrother. And um, my dad is the only one driving because my stepbrother is roughly my age. And he's like, I'm done for the night. We're we're in the states. We're in we're in the middle of Maine. He's like, I want to pull over. I want to get a hotel, but it's still fairly early. And and me and Daniel, my stepbrother, are, you know, we're kids. We we want to have some fun. So we're like, yeah. Can you give us some money? We'll go to the movies or something. You can get some rest. And my dad's like, sure. So he gives us some money, and we go We go to the movies. We try to go see Jackass number two. Okay. Uh, and lady won't let us in because we're not 18. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have to pivot our plan. So we're like, oh, we'll just go eat. And we wind up at this Chinese restaurant. I'm, I'm shortening. I'm very much abbreviating the story. It was, a, it was a long night getting to this Chinese restaurant. When we finally decided on Chinese... Uh, the amount of cabs we had taken had eaten through all of the money my dad had given me. So we are sitting there, we eat our food, and then it comes time to pay. And we realize we have no money. Oh, my God. I'm so stressed. (laughs) Yeah. Expressed. We we know roughly where we are because we walked from the hotel after Mm -hmm. we got a cab back to the hotel. It's about a mile from the hotel to this Chinese restaurant. So me and Daniel start arguing over who can go ask for more money faster, who can run a mile, (laughs) basically. And he's like, yeah, you're kind of fat. <laughs> you're, you're a better sprinter, but I'm, I've got more endurance. And I was just like, uh, and we, as we're arguing, the owner of the Chinese restaurant is like, I'll just drive you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. So, oh. so us being foolish, like That's 13, so 14-year-old kids – we get into the car with a stranger, like yeah, <laughs> yeah of, of course, yes, yeah. yes. And he drives us to the hotel, and then when we get there, he's like, I, at this point, he doesn't trust us, so he's like, "Can I come in with you to make sure you're not just going to walk into the hotel and leave?" Yeah, like, the, like it would. It would be bad enough to dine and dash, but to dine and get a ride. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, that's yeah. so. <laughs> Uh, so much worse. So so he's like, "Can I come in?" And I'm, we're like, "Okay, sure." So we go into the we go into the hotel room, and I wake up my dad, and I'm like, "Dad, we need more money." And he's like, "Ah, fuck off, Cliff! Like, uh, I already gave you money." And I'm like, "No, we need more money." And he's like, ah, "Just go to bed, settle down, like, stop being annoying." And I'm like, "There is a Chinese man in the hallway." <laughs> And I owe him money. We are in we are in debt he, to this man. Yeah, yeah. I I owe him money, and he is not going to leave until you give him money. And then he's like, "Ah, shut up!" And I'm like, "I can't make that up, Dad. Like, I de- just give me forty dollars, please." <laughs> <laughs> and then my dad gets up in his underwear and like goes to the door, and there's an actually a Chinese guy there, and he's like, and he reaches into his wallet, and. Uh, yeah, so I think I think that the the owner of the Chinese restaurant is a hero. For, yeah, for yeah, yeah. A very understanding man. Wow, <laughs> gave yeah. you a ride. Damn, dude, that's a great story too. Yeah. 
What an epic tale. That's so good. <laughs> Mine's, I've got a really quick one this week. I just had a very confusing interaction recently that I thought was so funny. So um, I was working this club, uh, Showtime in St. Catherine. Um, I was headlining for the weekend. And um, Friday night, the crowd's super hot, like goes really, really well. I'm super happy. And um, the next night I come in and um, the bartender's like, hey, when you have a second, can you like, or like, sorry, I'm really busy right now. Like when I have a second, I've got a question for you, which always puts spikes me. I'm always like, oh my God, what is that? Oh no, I'm in trouble or like whatever, right? So I'm just like kind of, pay I'm like, oh no, I'm like something's going down or whatever. Anyway, uh, finally he has a second and, I, and he's like, okay, can I ask you something? Um, are you dating Tom Green? Uh, no, I am not dating Tom Green. And he goes, okay. And he goes, well, you know, we just had this large group of people come up to me and, and was like convinced, like asked every staff member being like, is that Tom Green's girlfriend? We think that's Tom Green's girlfriend. And I do the, to, and still, this was like two weeks ago. I still have no clue why or how or what. But there was a large group. Of, there was a large group of people in St. Catharines that fully and thoroughly believes that I am Tom Green's girlfriend. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, don't get me wrong. I met Tom Green. Okay, I've opened for Tom Green before. He's a lovely, lovely person. Okay. But like, no, bro, <laughs> what the fuck? There's not <laughs> one degree of separation between me and Drew Barrymore. Okay, yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. take a seat. No, okay? that's, that's, cr that's it weird. It was the weirdest thing. Anyway, so I'm just going to pitch this to our listeners. If anybody has any idea why somebody would suspect that or assume that or whatever, let me know because I am so confused. <laughs> What a bizarre question. I am Tom Green's girlfriend. Anyway, so I guess they're my heroes because it's weird and it's fun <laughs> and it made me think. <laughs> so, and also because they came to my comedy show. So, and I'm going to call it my comedy show. So there you go. Anyway, those guys are my heroes of the week. Um, and now it is time to promote ourselves, Lucy. I <laughs> If you would like to, guys, if you would like to follow me, uh, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. And that is all I'm going to promote. <laughs> Clifton, what do you got for us, buddy? Where do you want people to find you? Uh, on Instagram, at Clifton Cremo. Um, I'm also on, I have a comedy page on Facebook. Um just which is just Clifton Cremo, and you could follow me on Twitter, but you'd see that my last tweet was like three years ago. <laughs> hey. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, check him out. Yeah. Hilarious comedian. Always love seeing you in town and uh, working with you. And uh, you can follow me at uh, Craig Fake Comedy on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I'm on TikTok now as well, doing some fun stuff over there. Uh, so you can check that out. And uh, yeah, that's it. Hey guys, uh, that's it for us here. Uh, next week, we are continuing our weird movie month where we will be doing uh, Paranorman next week. We're covering Paranorman, so you look out for that. And this is The Villain Was Right reminding you to uh, put a hot dog on a Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.